Good afternoon, everybody that tunes in. Welcome to episode 16. Good afternoon. We're going to cover everybody a couple brief topics tunes. today. Um, going to be talking about the Oscars. I painstakingly sat through the 94 Academy Awards um, and was not impressed. Um, so we'll talk about that. We'll briefly talk about um, Will Smith and Chris Rock, even though I feel like at this point, you know, it's kind of been milked a lot. And uh, Will Smith ended up apologizing, so there's probably not much to say about it. And lastly, we will be going over Shutter Island, which was recommended to us by a subscriber who tuned in last podcast called Shutter Island starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Mark Ruffalo. Um, so without further ado, we'll start off at the Oscars. Um, yeah, and by the way, the subscriber's name is Fuzz Aldrin. If you're watching Fuzz, this episode is for you, man. Thank you for the... Yeah, when, if hopefully he joins in. Yeah, and thank you for the recommendation. Uh, you'll see what we think now. And also, I guess, like, if there's... When if people watch this playback or when we uh, make a smaller clip of this, if anybody has any movie recommendations, um, then please recommend some movies to us. We're trying to find movies that are not um, too mainstream. Like um, we want to find some movies that people don't necessarily know about, um, because I mean we could go and review like popular movies but i think it's a little bit more fun to have a discussion over some of these movies that are either early on in somebody's career of like one of our favorite actors or a movie that's just like a mid-ranked movie that could actually be a hidden gem so you know i kind of wanted to go and we're going to take some deeper dives into some some movies that are um not really talked about as much yeah and we can still do top rated movies but like if they're new you know like if something's in theaters well, yeah, like, see it. But, like yeah, new, there's no point. Yeah. But there's no point in like reviewing, like we were saying earlier, like Top Gun was on our list. Like it's been, everyone knows that movie. Everyone's reviewed that movie. It's a classic. There's really no point in us doing a review unless it's part of our like idea of a live stream watch along, which we'll probably get to very soon. Yeah, or I mean, well, like Top Gun Maverick, whenever that comes. Yeah, out. that that definitely. Or like, I do like I do like the format of like newer movies we talk about and then like i mean we have yeah, actually some gems. pretty decent movies on the list like i mean well there's some movies that people don't really know about so like gi jada <laughs> hello um so like like what do we got here nightcrawler which i put down 7.9 so there's there's gonna be some good movies all right let's talk about the oscars before we talk about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Um, you were talking about the actual know, ratings. Not not the ratings, but um, so Dune, which we had in our own um, award show, and we gave it we gave it movie of the year and then best best CGI. It ended up winning, I think, like four or five awards um, at the Oscars. Yeah. So not it got. Let's see, what did it get? It got visual effects, sound, um, production design, uh, music. Really? Film editing. I'm surprised music because I feel like we were so into the movie, we both agreed like we didn't really pay attention to music. Remember that? Yeah. I mean, we were more... If it didn't win, like, the best CGI, then I don't know. But... We didn't watch King Richard, which, so, like, the actor in a leading role, Will Smith, obviously got that one, for King Richard. We haven't watched it, um, but there was Andrew Garfield's Tick, Tick, Boom, and Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog, also in that. And I feel like both of them got robbed, because they were just so, so good in those movies. That, I don't know. 
What is it? Ber- what, what was the category? Best or a- actor in a leading role. Who won? Will Smith. I don't even know what movie he did that for. King Richard. Okay. It's yeah, the, no, it's um, a movie about um, like the father of the Williams sisters. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it, so I can't really compare it. But yeah, uh, I could have. Yeah, seen me neither. Power of the Dog. I could have definitely seen Benedict Cumberbatch winning. Um, I did not see Andrew Garfield's movie, but I've seen clips, and I no doubt he could have won that too. Because I had recently seen a lot of stuff from his Facebook movie. Mm-hmm. The what was it called? The Facebook movie. Oh, yeah. Um, the Social Network. Yeah, the Social Network. That's what it was. Um, and he killed it. So I, I'm not surprised if Andrew would have won that. But that's too bad. Um, maybe we'll have to watch that Will Smith movie. I don't know if it's an interest of ours. Not really. I don't really care for tennis. Mm. Nor do I really care for the Williams sisters. I don't even know. Wow. Them. I don't even know the Williams sisters. Serena Williams. I didn't know she had sisters. Or a sister. <laughs> I don't watch sports that much or tennis. So. Um, let's see what else. Animated feature film was Encanto. I mean, you've probably heard about Encanto. That one was. But I mean, not not. I agree with some of the stuff, like the stuff that Dune won. Costume design was a toss-up. I was surprised that Cruella won. Um, I didn't watch Cruella, but. Um, I was told that it was sort of like a fashion show kind of thing. Um, oh, a movie that I wanted to, to check out was Nightmare Alley. Mm. That one was on the list. Let me put this up on stream so that people can see the list we're talking about here. Put it up on stream. Nightmare Alley was one that was interesting. It's a it's a 2021 American neo-noir psychological thriller directed by Guillermo del Toro. Hmm. So that might actually, you know... We that do might be like, a good one. We really have gotten into psychological thrillers. That really has been our our thing right now. And that has a seven point one on IMDb too, which is surprising because it's been it was nominated for an Oscar. So it's more of like our our mid range. Uh, the old nightmare alley is free on YouTube. Okay. There's another one. An, I don't or, even know an that. original, maybe. Nightmare Alley. Let's look that up. The reason we have the uh, every 10 second cooldown on the messages is because we get those bots in here. So, yeah, so it's easier to manage the. Uh... Well, it's also on HBO Max and Hulu if you just have the subscription. So we can do a. Okay, I. Yeah, we have HBO Max. This new one, though, is getting 80% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got some very well known actors and actresses in it. Maybe yeah, which is why I was like, look at when we were watching the Oscars, we were kind of just like, what is this? I haven't heard of it. And it has, um, oh my God, what the hell's his name? Bradley Cooper. Hmm. 1953 Nightmare Alley with Tyrone Powers. What's 1953? Oh my God. So I'm back on the uh, Oscars thing right now on the stream. Where were you in this list? I don't think we need to go over the whole I was thing. just kind of bouncing around. Okay. Um, um, Encanto, Cinematography, Dune, of course. Did you watch the first Nightmare Alley? G.I.? Is, is it like... Hey, did you see who won directing? Yeah, I, I celebrated for that. Power, power <laughs> of the Dog. I was like, woo! Hey, we got something right. That movie was really well done. I know. We'll just host the Oscars now. Or Will Smith. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, everybody kind of knows the story. I saw it. It's amazing, too. Okay. We'll check them out. I added it to the list, so, so it's in there. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, what happened? Yeah, you want to give Oscars. some You want to give some hot takes? Yeah, let's get some hot takes up in here. Let's... I got some hot takes. There's two things I want to bring up. We'll two... check. I'll check out the new one first for that one. Um, two things we need to talk about here. Okay, what are they? Um, two things. First of all, the slappage itself. 
Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about the slappage that occurred here. I put it on stream. Um, I know. I mean, some people are kind of like so, I'm tired of watching this, but there's two there's two it. things there's two things I want to discuss here. Okay, two main points that, <laughs> that I want to hit. Okay. What? Um. First question. Do you think he was justified in doing this? Do you think that the joke was that harmful that it justified him going up on stage on live television and slapping Chris Rock in the face for offending his wife? Do you think what do you do you think it was justified? What do you think? What's your take on um, this? I don't think the joke was that bad. Um we were talking about this actually earlier today, and Sammy saw, I think, a TikTok or a post somewhere talking about how Jada was going to be like, she's like, oh, you know, I'm going to be open about this. I'm not necessarily going to care about who says like stuff about my hair. Um, and some people are like, you know, Jay Jane is not even like that bad of a reference because G.I. Jane is like kind of, you know, pretty cool. You know, it's like G.I. Joe, right? So it's sort of along the same lines. The joke was just that, you know, she has a shaved head, which Jada choose chose to do. Like she chose to shave her head because of the condition she has. So, I mean, like if she was so self-conscious about it, why would she go out in public just with it out like if she could have yeah. worn a hat she could have worn something different like to cover it up if she was so self-conscious about it sure it, it was a distasteful joke but um like i thought christian chris rock and will smith were tight but i guess i was wrong um, I, I still think they are um no i mean G.I. Jada, I totally get what you're saying it's definitely like i was listening to my morning show and it was talking about how like this is really bad on comedy because it just you know people are like you can't say anything anymore without someone getting offended and doing something um and so luca mandy and i were talking about this and we were saying she was saying that like like you said like she has come out being publicly okay with her hair telling people to be brave and to 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 like respect it and she was confident about it so if you're so confident about it why why did this happen why are you so offended by a joke that's not even that bad. Um, yeah. And the thing is, if you watch the clips, Will Smith was laughing. So he probably only... Yeah, he was he, laughing. The only reason he did this was because he looked over and his wife was pissed. So he didn't really have a choice. <laughs> you know? I mean, he did have a choice. No, he no, but like... He had a choice to just, like, not do anything. Yeah, I know, but like... <laughs> I mean, in their relationship, like, he looked over, his wife was pissed, and he was caught laughing on television. So it's like, if he didn't do something to defend her, then he would be in big trouble with her. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's also the thing for me was like, if she had just shaved her head because she was being cool and 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 like edgy, that's a different mm -hmm. thing. But like, she also has like a disease. Th that's the reason for it. So you can also go the route of saying, you know, you're making fun of someone's physical appearance because they can't. They have a disease. So maybe it's untasteful at something high caliber like the Oscars. I also think there, I don't, I also don't care about the humor at the Oscars. I don't think there should be, no, any, I don't think there should be, I don't be think there humor. should be comedy at all. I want, <laughs> it's a, not even, I don't care comedy. about, I care about the movies. I care about what movie won. I don't care about any of this stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's not, it's not what I want as a movie goer, you know? No. And, the, and at the beginning, they're like, the Oscars are a place for movie lovers to come in and enjoy, you know, movies. And, like, it ended up not even being remotely about that. Yeah, they always had to in incorporate something with politics or a bad joke or, you know, something. And it just isn't... It's not It's not the way to do it. Like, you're not, you're not praising film. Yeah, I see. What I watched every Chris Rock Oscar appearance in the last five years. This joke was the least offensive. It didn't even really seem like I don't know. He's like, it was, he even said yeah. like Jada, I love you. Like, 
It was literally just he, like, ha. He clearly set it up to be a joke. Yeah, it was literally just like, ha ha, you have short hair. And here's another person who has short hair. That's basically <laughs> it. Like, literally it. I don't know. Because also, was... there's also this whole thing. It's also a lot of backstory. Like, you know, there's problems with Will Smith and his wife's relationship. Yeah. Like, um, they have an open relationship. He's, he's... They've been publicly humiliated. And I'm sure, I'm sure it was more of a thing for Will Smith. Yeah. Like, I don't even think he did it for his wife at that point. Yeah. I think he just did it for himself because he's tired of, like, hearing about her cheating and whatever. And, like, it was just... It was just like the last straw. He was just like, I can't take it anymore. I'm sure he was laughing, but maybe at one point he when he saw her upset, he was probably like, "Wow, they're like laughing at us," and he was just like, "Let me go slap him." Like, so I think he should get. I think he should get his Oscar taken away though. He, he I don't did. Think that's... He did. He did. Yeah, he's going to. That's what I heard. I'm pretty sure it happened yesterday. I would give my left hand to be the Is G.I. Jane even a good movie? Is that even, like... I'm trying to get myself centered on this. I feel like I'm not. Oh, no. People were saying you... Okay, so it's... I guess it's... It's up in the air. They're yeah, not going to take yeah. it. Yeah. So the last thing I want to talk about with this, another photo that I have, um, and this is an interesting thing, the last little topic here from this. Do you think... His apology and his crying was real because we all know as a professional actor, of he's an Oscar-winning actor. Now. Yeah, can't he's an Oscar-winning <laughs> actor. You can't tell me with a hundred percent certainty that these are real tears, that these are real emotional tears for what he did. I, I'm. I think he was more so. I mean, he was probably emotional for winning the Oscar. Um, apparently, he was crying like after he slapped Chris Rock. Yeah, this is his apology speech. Well, that's the speech that he gave when he accepted the Oscar, wasn't it? I, I wouldn't really say it was an apology speech. No, he, he gave an apology speech. Like, he actually gave an apology speech. At the Oscars? I watched the Oscars live. I didn't really take that as an apology. Well, the whole He was like, I gotta protect my family. Yeah, the whole point was the reason it was a bad apology was he he was basically saying he's sorry for his everything, but he didn't apologize for the Chris Rock. He didn't apologize to Chris Rock for what he did. No, and then he issued a statement on Instagram or social media or whatever. I found this article by the New York Post, and so we were talking about Jim Carrey before, right? And how Jim, like, you stopped watching the Oscars because of what Jim Carrey said. Um, yeah. And so he same. actually, Jim Carrey spoke about what happened with Chris Rock and Will Smith. And Jim really? Carrey has... This, this is what the article says. I want to hear this. Um, Can you send it to me? I'll put it on stream. Yeah. I definitely want to get this on stream. Cause that's, because Jim Carrey is, you know... Yeah, the whole idea... We Luca and I were talking yesterday, and I was saying how, like, I don't watch the Oscars for the same reason that Jim Carrey said, which is, like, it's not about the movies. It's about celebrities, like, just being fancy, just like talking about their political stuff and you know it has nothing to do with what it really should be about which is purely the awards about the movies like and the movies themselves it's so let's get this on stream look at this article if you want to read it still i'll just scroll down um um yeah so i'm just kind of go through yeah. it um so he slammed will smith for slapping chris rock at sunday night's academy awards um, he is quoted saying, I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation um, with CBS Morning's interview that aired on Tuesday. He said that Hollywood is just spineless in mass, and it really felt like this is a clear indication that we aren't the cool club anymore. Uh, scrolling down past where the video is, um, he said that I have announced this morning that I was suing Will for $200 million because that video is going to be there forever is going to be ubiquitous. And he said that the that insult is going to last a very long time. If you do, if you want to yell from the audience and show disapproval or say something on Twitter, that's okay. But you do not have the right to walk up on stage and smack somebody in the face because they said words. Um, I announced this morning that I will be suing Will for $200 million. Well, he, so, was, he was saying if he was in Chris Rock's shoes... He would have. Oh, oh I, see, I see. I see. I see. This morning, that he would have sued yeah. Chris Rock. 
He or not Chris Rock, um, Will Smith. Yeah, no, um, I, I see what you're saying now. Yep. And he says, uh, "It didn't escalate. It came out of nowhere because Will has something going on inside him that's frustrated." Carrie and Smith, Smith have met on a couple occasions with Carrie claiming he wishes no ill will toward Will Smith. He said, I wish him the best. I really do. He's done great things, but that's not what it, but that was not a good moment. It's, it cast a pall over everybody's shining moment. Um, it was such a selfish moment that cast a pall over the whole thing. Yeah. Cause that's the thing was uh, my morning show, uh, was talking 99.1 PLR. <laughs> Was talking yeah. about Chaz and AJ in the morning. Uh, was, <laughs> was talking about how they ha- they had a guest on who does a lot of movie stuff, and he was saying how the biggest thing was after this happened. Apparently, it was just the tension in the room was so high; it was so unfair who had to talk to the people who had to talk next because the next categories were some act like an actress. This was her first Oscar, and it wasn't fair to her that she had to receive it and give her speech in this tension. You know? Yeah. And I also feel bad for the people that, like, get those Oscars that are, like, the really quick ones. Mm. Like, you, like, come back from a commercial break, and they're like, okay, so the best uh, sound is uh, this nominee, this nominee, this nominee, this nominee. Oh, and it's this person. Like, they don't even get to say anything. They just walk up, take it, and say, thank you, and, like, leave. Yeah. It's like they I want to thank my mom. <laughs> they just <laughs> want an Oscar, and you give them five seconds to talk. Yeah, and then they're very like, famous. Like, it's horrible. Like... They get two minutes to talk, and they talk about all this crap. Yeah. yeah. Um, Keep my wife's name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Rock was like, "What? What? What? Comedy? Like, Comedy just dude, died." He took that. He took that slap so well. Like that was a hard slap. Yeah. And he took it. He took it. So kudos to him for. Yeah. All right. Well, I I think that's enough for the Oscars. Uh. There's really not much more we can really say on this besides, I guess, we'll see what happens to Will Smith's Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if he keeps it. So time to move on to... Fuzz Aldrin's recommendation. Yes. Um, Shutter Island. Yes. Um, Shutter Island, to set the scene, I'll read the movie description. Yeah, I'll get a post up in here. It's set in 1954. A U.S. Marshal investigates the disappearance of a murderer who escaped from a hospital for the criminally insane. Um, we recommended this movie um, after the Lighthouse review because we were told it was sort of similar to the Lighthouse. Um, I guess similar in the sense that it's like has one of the, it has like those twists and turns, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, it also has to do a lot with the. Full spoilers here. Um, the whole idea of like the confused insanity, especially in the audience's point of view, not knowing what's going on. Yeah, very similar in that sense. Um, so this movie stars Leonardo DiCaprio and Mark Ruffalo, um, and it, it was pretty interesting. It's directed by Martin Scorsese, so um, it was it was an interesting movie. Um, I I found it interesting the opening sequence how they're on the boat and it's really foggy, and the lighthouse opens up to a really foggy boat scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, there was a lighthouse in this. There was a lighthouse too. Two yeah. parallels. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, and there was lobster. <laughs> and there was lobster. <laughs> he liked me lobster. But, so. So what were your thoughts on the movie? I know you just watched it like not that long ago. So yeah, um, earlier today, I quite enjoyed it. I, you know, it was funny. I was watching it and I'm like, I'll talk to myself if I'm alone watching it. And the uh, um, he's going crazy. Yeah, Scorsese is a really good director. Um, so I was watching it in my in the kitchen, and and Mark Ruffalo comes on screen, and I'm just like, Bruce Banner, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't normally see Mark Ruffalo in a lot of things besides Now You See Me, which is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you've seen all Now You See Me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great movie. He's great in that movie. He's very similar. His role in Now You See Me is very similar to this movie, as in you don't really know 
I, you don't know what he what he's doing. He likes he likes those roles. Yeah, I don't think he knows what he's doing. That's, that's what he's doing. <laughs> I don't think Mark Ruffalo <laughs> knows what he's doing. Um, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo is just there. Yeah, he's like, wait, so what do you need me to say? Uh, is there a script? Is this a movie? Am I in the right place? Um, yeah, so I like the premise behind it. I see why this is very similar to The Lighthouse. It definitely, that definitely rings true. There's definitely similarities here. You know, it's, I don't want to say it has any problems. Maybe, maybe with the script, but very minor things. I really like the direction. There were some really cool camera shots in this. I like the moments. I was pretty glued to this. You know, I wasn't checking my yeah, phone or I, anything. I, I was, I mean, I was checking my phone here and there, but like, it wasn't, it wasn't like I'm checking my phone out of boredom. It was just like, I'm checking my phone. I must check my phone. But, um, yeah, I thought, no, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, yeah. I was saying that I was like, I don't know if it's necessarily better than Lighthouse. Um, I was like after the movie and then Sammy was like, why do you even like the Lighthouse? The movie was terrible. And I was like, you just don't get it. <laughs> You're just not one of us. You don't get it. She, she doesn't like the lobster. <laughs> but um, you have to like me, lobster. <laughs> um, no, but, I, I really like Leonardo DiCaprio in this. He's always a really good actor, so there's, yeah. you know, he killed it. And this movie's more digestible. Yeah, I saw a lot of too. recognizable actors. Um, and and it's easy to understand. It's not, like, cryptic like The Lighthouse. Like, you actually can understand yeah. what happens at the end. Because yeah, they don't explain need to do it. Research. Well, I mean, did they explain it? Is that true? I think so. Yeah, I know. I think so too. But I wish it wasn't. You know. But you no, I just... no, I like, I like it. I was just like at the end, you're like no, because <laughs> like he's going. Yeah, off. you don't want him to be like. Yeah. You know, turn into one a of them. Yeah, a vegetable. You know. Yeah. Um, and you feel you feel bad for him at the end, you know, and it's you think he's cured and everything at the end. Um, and then he's like, we got to get out of here, Chuck. He's like, they're never going to know. (laughs) And then, um, he's like, that's right, boss. And it's just like this, like all the doctors are sad, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, because you really don't know for the majority of the movie. You're like, is he going crazy? Are they drugging him? You know, because that was the thing from the beginning. I had a sense from the beginning that the main doctor, the bald one who played the Mandarin. Yep. That he was sincere. I felt like he was the one character in all of this that was sincere from the beginning. So I was like, if something's really? going on, I don't think he's involved. Because he seems like he was actually helping them. He was, you know, being honest. He se- he was the only one of those doctors with a moral code when they were uh-huh. talking about the chains. And, like, he was like, you're going to... the flooding and stuff. Yeah, he was yeah. like, you're going to kill 24 human hey beings. Guys, what just what happened? We got, a, we, we got an ad going on here. It's, it's gone. Um, he was the only one who actually had like a moral code that I liked. So, uh, I did the what? Oh, the kids. Did you cry at the Michelle Williams and kids reveal? I did no. not cry, but it was definitely. Really... I don't really cry during movies. I I I, I, can... I only cried at um, what's the movie with Marley and me? Spy cried in Spider Man No Way Home. Um, <laughs> I um, no, I definitely like. I didn't cry. There are movies that get me teary eyed, or I cry. But I didn't cry. But I definitely was like, when we found out what actually had happened to his family. That scene where we see the mo- like him picking his kids up out of the lake. That was rough. That was that was rough to watch. You're like, oh yeah. no, because it's like. But he was saying he killed the kids, which I didn't understand. No, he's saying he, he killed the kids because he didn't get there in time, and because. Oh, uh, so he, he's just taking the blame for he, it. No, no. He's saying, remember he said his wife said that she had a bug in her brain? Like, he knew his wife wasn't healthy, but he didn't do Uh anything about it. So he blames himself because if he had told somebody, if he had brought his wife somewhere to get get mental help, this wouldn't have happened. Right. Um, Okay, I understand. And I, I, I think he's still... Yeah, no, he was definitely in World War Two. They explained that, like, he was... Yeah, they, they actually, showed all the flashbacks. Yeah, so th- he has so much mental trauma. Um, they're just adding up. But it's, it's crazy, because especially when his partner Chuck, who turns out to be his main uh, physician, physician uh, disappears, you know, he falls off the cliff with the cigarette uh, by uh-huh. the rock. You're like, oh, my God, did he just, like, 
I you know, like are you is, what, was he a patient like I don't know it was you know it, and then and then he gets down there and the body's not there yeah so, they definitely hit you with some, yeah some things that uh, what I liked was George Noyce and like how they used him to sort of like explain a little bit more what was going on oh the the um, the crazy guy that yeah like, that he helped to get out but he was back there. Yeah. Yeah, and I like the the rule of four. Um, Can you explain that? Because I don't think I still understood. Well, the whole idea was that there were four names. He was the sixty-seven oh, and they were, ancient. So yeah, okay. they're all he anagrams was, of each other. They're anagrams. They're right. all basically the same letters, all together. And he, his name his name ended up being Andrew, right? And it was not Teddy. Yeah. That's when I started getting thrown off because they're calling they're thrown Edward, Andrew. Yeah, they were. He was changing his name. Yeah. But he. There was overall. I mean, I thought this movie. He was saying that he was the arson. That name, because he blamed himself. So, I also love the design of the island, like the layout and everything. Um, Do you have a map? (laughs) No, no. I just, I just thought it was really like the set design was really well done. Oh, oh, what was it? Some of the stuff definitely felt like it was a little bit CG. Like, I thought the set work and stuff was good, but some of it I felt like they were a little bit disconnected. Let's talk about... Can you find the scene with the water cup? Oh, I... Can you see if that scene is available somewhere? Um... Actually, yeah, water cup scene. No, it's fun. there. So here's a there's an article from Screen Rant. In Shutter Island, why does a woman appear to drink an invisible glass of water? Here, I have the photo on stream. I don't know if I can get the yeah. Here we go. Let's get the photo right there. So I I don't even know. Like we'll we'll find out right now it live was, it, on the air. I think it was just a mistake. No, there's people are saying with some people accusing. Scorsese of missing a continuity error. However, the scene in question is no accident. What does it encourage you to believe that what's going on as is- as it informs audiences about the perspective of Leonardo DiCaprio's lead character? Um, really, the audience can't understand the true meaning of the first watch, at least if they haven't already identified the thematic subtext during the first act. What what the audience does know, however, is that Teddy. Daniels arrives at blah, blah, blah. Um, the invisible glass sequence takes place directly after Teddy wakes up from a nightmare. Please, a doctor crawling. Okay, I don't really need that. I, you should read and the sh- sentences so I can put it in videos. So I'm just trying to find where they're explaining it. Um, in Shutter Island, water is a primary theme because of what transpires in the cinematic, uh, in the climatic reveal. Teddy remembers the fact that he killed his wife. Dolores after she drowned their three children. So at the 12 minute mark, when Dr. Colley tells Teddy that Rachel Salando seemingly evaporated, he actually, he's actually trying to help Leonardo DiCaprio's character overcome his delusions about the elaborate fictional framework that he created. Shortly before the invisible glass scene, Teddy has a nightmare about a woman who appears to be his wife and then wakes up to pouring rain, which thematically connects the opening sequence when DiCaprio's character arrives at Ashcliff during a storm. So Teddy is haunted by perpetual rain, i.e. emotional trauma, and so his subconscious blocks out water because it reminds him of the day he lost his three children and murdered his wife. It's possible. It's I, I also think it could have been like she was doing a shot and Scorsese was like, can you like show us how you drink the water? <laughs> and then like the, he forgot to record a second shot of her actually with a glass. Like, okay, we're good to cut here. <laughs> show me how you drink the water so I can get a sense of your directing and your acting style. And um, then, now put the glass down. All right, that's a cut. That's a wrap, people. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and then they just use that by accident. No, <laughs> was so. Gi Jada asks, was Shutter Island Leo's best performance? I think we are both. 
I think I can say I'm gonna speak for both of us here when we say we really liked his performance here. Like, uh, like it was really. Hey, well hey done. Who's speak for me? I'm speaking <laughs> for you. You shut your mouth right now. Um, definitely an amazing performance. But I think we both can say that the Revenant is probably our pick for Leo's best performance. Uh, I I can't even explain that. It's just like that movie is, you know. Did he was. So it was. Oh, it didn't get any recognition. Um, I don't know. Does it bug me? Um, uh, like it's really good, but I don't. I don't know if it's Academy Award. Like his performance is out is definitely really good. But I guess Leo's been plagued with his performances not being recognized. (laughs) So yeah, you know. Um, I don't know. I. Like, there's nothing wrong with this movie. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with it, but I don't think it's at the caliber of an Academy Award movie. Like, if if you saw this movie, if you saw this movie compared to, like, let's just say this movie compared to Dune, even though they're, like, two completely different stylistic movies, but, like, the quality of Dune compared to the quality of Shutter Island, like, what was... Hold on, let me go to the Oscars website and see what movies were in there for 2010. So, G, I and was asking I could... if we've I uh, we have not seen Departed, or at least I have not. Um, Departed. Hold on. Have I seen this movie? I've heard about Departed, but I have not. I have not watched it. It's got Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I like how my lot in Transformers. Uh, well, I was doing a Boston accent. Then you just, <laughs> you just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it probably was better than Coda. I've not seen Coda, but that is not my style of movie at all. I'm gonna like, watch Coda. Really? So it, okay, gonna... go have fun with that. <laughs> sixty I'll, second I'll review. I'll watch that. it and I'll, I'll sixty second review. Yeah, because like, I'm that's... actually interested in that. Because the thing is, like, Shutter Island is my jam. Like, I love. The gloves don't fit. <laughs> I love um, psychological thrillers now. I think I think that we've been getting into those a lot. What is would Tenet be a psychological thriller? Definitely, right? Tenet? Uh, yeah. No. Really? Inception? That's, Tenet? It, that's time inversion. Yeah, that's but like I feel like that still thing. psychologically thrills me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> It is for you. Yeah, it psychologically thrills me. It's a psychological thriller. <laughs> no, I don't think that counts. Oh, okay. Sorry. What about uh? How, how have I not watched Departed? That seems like something I would have watched. All right. Well, uh, we'll watch. Depart it's from that. Back. I don't know. Um. Are we going on? Oh, okay. So back back here. Let me find the Oscar 2010 nominees just so I can see. Is there a way I can see 2010? Okay, here we Do go. Do I want to see the column dance? Yeah. Well, we should. I wish I could put that on stream, but that's probably gonna be YouTube's gonna be like, stop, don't do that. So, what are you getting right so, now? I'm just looking at the old, like the 2010, to see what movies were the best yes yeah, yeah see if you can find a movie that is comparable to this uh in ratings or something that we've seen i mean even like 2011 2012 you know like this is not a bad movie it's awesome but it's not like um... oh so best picture in 2010 oh okay there you go it had hurt locker avatar blindside district nine an education really? Glorious bastard precious a serious man up and up in the air Dude, and the Hurt Locker won that year. Avatar. Avatar, Avatar got thrown to the side. Really? And uh, what? That's interesting. Well, it's nice to see you, Uncle Phil. Thank you for joining. I know it's probably <laughs> I know it's probably really hard to get this channel from where you are, so it yeah, means a lot that you join in. It's probably bad service down there. Yeah, no bad service. Down there? Wait a minute. <laughs> You mean up <laughs> there? I was from the grave. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, 
I'm surprised Avatar didn't even win anything. That's kind of sad. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. So, do you wanna you wanna get this thing rated? What are we gonna put this at? What is, what are you what are you gonna score this movie? You know, I don't know because I would watch this. I would give this another watch over oh. the lighthouse. To be honest. <laughs> I I think it's I'll be honest with you, it's a much easier watch. It's like it's like you like you said, it's more digestible. Like this is much easier to watch. If someone was like, I need something like lighter for like a party, maybe not a party, but you know what I mean, like I get yeah. But like Lighthouse was just so enjoyable to me that I don't know. I like these both. We got to... I so okay. IMDb rates it an eight point. Oh yeah, wait. Let's, let's look at this. Let's get. Yeah, I'm gonna put. IMDb uh, rates IMDb. it seven point or eight point two, and then surprisingly on Rotten Tomatoes, it's a sixty eight percent fresh tomato and a seventy seven percent audience score. Um, I don't agree with Avatar at a seven point four. Uh, I don't disagree. I remember it being good, but I don't remember being like. It was cutting edge. Yeah, it was cutting edge, but like, I, I don't know. Dude, what we got all the people. All the re- arrested <laughs> Will Smith, Shutter Island Eight. Oh yeah, see, I agree with that. Let's okay. Well, we'll get to. Let's get right into Shutter Island. Well, Shutter Island. Yeah, I got an eight point two. I don't so. want to. Uh, I don't want to jump to Avatar's conclusions a, here. Avatar is like an eight point four. We won't review Avatar on this, but yeah, but uh, arrested Will Smith. Um, I like your Shutter Island review. We're about to reveal ours in a second. Uh, if anyone's having trouble typing, there is a 10-second delay just because of bots. Shutter Island. That's Oh, you just went a little bit higher than him, huh? Just had to knock him out of the way. Had to knock him out of the way. Okay. Um, okay, so, I mean, look. We, we like to go into the bell curves here. So yeah. we got a pretty skewed bell curve. Um, this movie seemed to do straight off the bat, like, pretty well with 18 to 29 i'm seeing a lot of again i mean the lower ratings for or the higher ratings for below 18 is interesting yeah look at the look at the ratings below like four there's nothing at a full percent and we see some we've seen some movies with uh you know even if a movie has a higher bell curve starting at like nine to like seven they always have like a couple percent in the ones and twos yeah Um, this movie is pretty that's a lot for 10 for out of 10 you know 17% 17% for 10 out of 10? That's pretty intense. Um, so compared to The Lighthouse, this movie is more digestible. Lighthouse mm-hmm. is a lot more complex messaging. We yeah. gave The Lighthouse an 8. We did. It we rated did. 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. We gave it an 8 because we felt like the acting was really well mm-hmm. performed. Um, we thought that Robert Pants, or yeah, so the acting was really well. Um, the script writing was was also good. Yeah. Um, Brian but, Brian Edwards says eight point five. I'm assuming eight point five Island. Uh, yeah, that's Shutter. We're about to say what we think. Um, we're almost there. Um, uh, that's pretty close. Though, yeah, I'm just I just want to because it's a comparison. Yeah. You know, we got to yeah. give Fuzz Aldrin what he wants. So yeah. hopefully, Fuzz Aldrin, when you're seeing this, you know the comparison is that they're both like psychological thrillers. Um, Fuzz Aldrin said that this was better than um the lighthouse and i i personally i'm gonna probably go a little bit higher than imdb and say i'm gonna give it an 8.4 really okay well let's just see. because i just because i would rewatch it okay like, i would add this to the favorites wait a minute let me just let's get rotten tomatoes up in here just so we can get a little comparison here Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, tomatoes. Is, is rougher, and I don't agree with either of these numbers, even though Rotten Tomatoes' system works a little differently. I guess it's not truly like an eight, a 6.8 out of 10, but if you want to think about it that way, I don't agree with either of these. 68% not certified. That's rough. I don't think that... It's, it's a fresh tomato. It's yeah, fresh. It's just, but it needs to be a pristine, you know, from the farmer's market tomato. Oh, Fuzz Aldrin is here, dude. Thanks so much. Uh, appreciate you've been oh, watching Mark. from the beginning. He just awesome. hasn't said anything. Yeah, dude. Welcome. Yeah, dude. We uh, checked it out, and um, we're about to rate it. So, Well, I give it a 8.4, so it's up to Cody. Uh, 
Also, whoever's here, I think we have like four or five people here. I don't know. It says two watching on my end. I don't know what it is. Yeah, um, um, Uncle Phil says he watched Planet of the Apes. He gave it an 8.2. I have not seen many of those movies. I haven't so seen drop, any of them. Let's, but, let's get a, I wish we could do a tally, but let's yeah. just put, put in the chat what you guys would want to see us do next. We're looking for some movies that are not too mainstream, like Shutter Island. Mm. So, so give us something that you guys would want to see us do next. So you gave um, it an eight point four. Eight point four for me, yeah. Tough. Uh, it's tough. It's just it's tough because we gave Lighthouse an eight. That's why it's tough because I think they're amazing. You know what? They're they're both. They amazing, could both be good. For, they could both be good. Yeah, for different reasons, I guess. Um. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give this a solid eight. A solid eight. A solid eight. Do you want to meet in the middle at eight point two? That's what we always do. So. You want to? Okay. So we're we're gonna we're gonna go straight shot eight point two like IMDb. Yeah. Uh, Fuzz Aldrin says I would love for you guys to review everything everywhere all at once. Luca, let's put that on the list. Uncle Phil suggested Moon. I'm assuming that is a movie I have not seen. Um, I I should do a tally on the uh, Instagram. Well, I mean, I guess. Well, okay, whatever. I'll, I'll let me look at these up. Yeah, Everything I'm going to uh, on the live everywhere. stream edit our movie rankings. That is Shutter Island at eight point two. No longer question marks. So that's why. So we were saying before the stream started. Oh, this is a new movie. Yeah. Is this so, one of those? For, is this a foreign film? Wait a sec. This wait was, a sec. So we we were saying um, before the stream we wanted to do some lower level movies because if you look at the chart below me um at the bottom of the screen there's been some pretty high ranking movies we've done this year we've had pretty much everything in the eights and nines so if there's movies you guys want to recommend that are like not that good like like bad in a funny way that we can review we were thinking that'd be really interesting uh, what were you gonna say, well, Luca? Yeah, we we wanted to break up the. There's there's been too many movies that are like bangers. Oh, that's <laughs> you know. So like, yeah. we wanted to switch it up a little bit. Adventure sci-fi. This one might be. Well, this one's different. Um, um you Cody. Talk, you talk so. about everything, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, it just uh, came out recently. Fuzz so. says that's by the Russo brothers. That's pretty cool. So I've never seen anything they've made. I think that wasn't Marvel related. So that'd be interesting. Um. Uncle Phil says Chronicles of Riddick. Definitely heard of that before. I have not uh, seen it. Gotta... Yeah, keep at, keep adding stuff to this list. And um... what the hell? Moon movie. Which one? Oh, the two thousand nine one. Which movie? T- Chronicles of Riddick. This... No Moon. This is like super uh... niche. Yeah, Uncle Phil, which moon uh, are you talking well, it's, about? Well, uh, there's only though. one. It has Kevin oh. Spacey. Oh, the, <laughs> I I really like Kevin Spacey as an actor. Has anyone here seen uh, House of Cards? That's one of my favorite shows I've ever seen uh, before the third season. Um, just starts to get bad. I want to try and pronounce this, Uncle Phil. Uh, Les Amants de, de Pont Neuf. <laughs> uh, 1980s French film. He gave it a 9.2. That'd be interesting. French About film. A tramp on a bridge. Add that. Let's just keep adding stuff to the list. Because uh, um, okay. no guarantee well, is, which one does that have next, subtitles? But... Like, how can you? Oh, like I imagine it has subtitles. Otherwise, it would just be. Uh, yeah, no. The Chronicles of Riddick. I've seen stuff with this. This movie is like. Yeah. He he was like, "You want bad? I'll give you bad." It has twenty nine percent Rotten Tomato. Which on one? <laughs> the Chronicles of Riddick. That that that'll do. That'll do. Hold on, I'm still working out. I haven't even. Yeah, just it. just just keeps just slowly. I mean, just add the titles. We can figure out the details later. Um, yeah, we haven't decided what we're gonna do next. Uh, we were on the Robert Pattinson kind of thing after Batman. That's why we watched the Lighthouse. So. This is our second Leonardo DiCaprio movie. It was Shutter Island, and first we watched uh, The Revenant last year. That should be on our YouTube. Um, we really yeah. liked that movie, so uh, I had no doubt he'd be really good in this. And he did not well, disappoint. He's just, he's just good, and like, I don't oh, yeah. think he has a bad movie. Yeah. I just don't like Titanic. 
Well, that, that's your opinion. Yeah. No, it's not a bad movie. I just, like, it's not something I'd watch. Well, yeah, okay. It doesn't psychologically thrill me, okay, Luca? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a psychological... Where can we watch this? Which one? I'm trying to find where I can watch everything everywhere all at once. Oh, okay. It's probably not even on streaming yet. Oh, is it, like, brand, brand new? I think it's brand, brand new. Oh, well. Is it in theaters? Like, when, when can we watch this? Or is it not even out yet? No, it came out. So then where the hell can I watch it? It's well, Oh, it was a limited theatrical release. Hmm. Well, it'll be on something eventually. Some they're service. saying it might come to Netflix. There you go. One of us will have Netflix. Release dates... March 25th, United States. You can worry about that later. Um, do we have any other movies we wanted to announce we were going to do soon? Um, there was one you wanted to do. It was a Jake Gyllenhaal okay. one, right? I wanted, to, I wanted to check out Nightmare Alley because that one was another psychological thriller that was on the Oscars. Um, and that one seemed like it was going to be good. And that's on Hulu. Um, there's Velvet Buzzsaw with Jake Gyllenhaal. That's on Netflix. There's Nightcrawler. I wanted to check out Good Time, um, with Robert Pattinson. There's Cosmopolis with Robert Pattinson. Um, Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, so, I mean, there's some good ones on there. Yeah, we'll definitely find something else. Three now. Um, yeah, add that to the list. I have not heard of Three and Out. Um, I, we definitely got to watch some. I I had mentioned it. I don't know if I mentioned it last live stream or if I had said it just in my free time with Luca. Uh, I wanted to watch some. I've definitely. I think I've definitely seen Con Air before. Definitely. I wanted to see action movies from our favorite actors, but there are worse ones. So like. Bruce Willis. I want to watch Bruce Willis's lowest-rated action movie, <laughs> like or Liam. No, 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 I'm sorry. Or Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Oh, it was Liam Neeson. Yeah. yeah. Like Liam Neeson's worst-rated action movie ever. But whatever it is, let's watch it and review it. It's. Oh my god. Oh, I had the worst. Um... What? I don't even know. Oh wait. What is Liam Neeson's lowest? Oh my god, I'm trying to find it. Well, they're saying Clash of the Titans, but that's like hella old. Thank Battleship. you, Uncle Phil, for all the uh, suggestions. Um, definitely oh wait, I gotta go to number these. one. Number one is Satisfaction. That's the worst Liam Neeson movie. All right, but that's, that's not it. like a. That's not like a. Like action movie. It's not an action movie. No. Oh, it's got to be an action movie. I want some really bad fight scenes. That'd be cool if we did really good action movies. Like I'm talking. Here we go. Maybe we can do the other man. It's it's five point four rated, and it's Neeson stars as a man whose wife dies, then receives a letter from a man he doesn't know. Obsession leads leads the husband to attempt to track down the mystery man and find out his relationship with the dead with the man's dead wife. Alright. Alright. That sounds that like a Liam Neeson movie. That it just <laughs> sounds like a generic action movie. So Damn, Uncle Phil has, has been around the block with movies. Imagine. Let's see. First Mel Gibson action movie. Alright, Cody, we we're probably hitting an hour now because I know you wanted to keep it to forty five minutes, but we No, been having, it's been we've been having a good time. We've been having a good time. Yeah. All right, well, we'll make sure the chat is saved, so if there's any movies uh, that we missed that you guys suggested, we'll definitely make sure to get them all written down, and uh, we try to keep it to... We're trying to hit once a week here. Um, it's looking like we're going to be doing uh, maybe Sundays, Sunday mornings, um, but, you know, who knows? Right now it's kind of up in the air. Definitely once a week, though. And, uh, yeah, we're going to try to get, get some Yeah, stuff. and also... Um, if you guys want to check out our Instagram page, um, I haven't done a lot, but Luca does a lot of 60 second reviews. Some of them get posted here on YouTube though, depending. 
So yeah, a lot of a lot of new stuff in the works. Oh damn, we we're gonna have to the pay money? to watch. Yeah. We're gonna have to pay to watch the other man. We gotta pay That's three dollars okay. to rent it on Prime. Goodbye, Uncle Phil. Thank you so much for joining in. Much appreciated. See, Uncle Phil's pleasure having you. Um, Fuzz, hope you enjoyed this review. Um, we definitely liked it. Now, yeah, we hope, we hope on we our... gave you what you. Uh, <laughs> Are you not entertained? Your... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we got a lot in the works. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll announce on on Instagram, and maybe I'll do a YouTube short of the next one we're doing. Um, so we'll we'll discuss it and see. I'll actually, yeah, actually, you know what? I'll put up a poll of three movies on Instagram. And I'll I'll see which one gets voted the most, and we'll do that as the next one. Sounds good. Yeah, definitely liked it, Fuzz. Definitely a really good movie. I was honestly on the edge of my seat. I didn't look at my phone that much. Um, so thank you guys all for watching, Fuzz, Uncle Phil, Killer Point of View. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for tuning in. Oh, they're in. here too. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Wow. You gave what it a, a seven. What a stream today. Okay. What a stream. Yeah, we get, we gave it an eight point two. Luca was an eight point four. I was like, you know what? I'm sitting at an eight. Uh, we've been really into the psychological thrillers, so. Also, for whoever's still here, Killer Point of View is another podcast where they do scary movies. Correct. I'm afraid of scary movies, um, and I'm going to speak on behalf of Cody and say that he's afraid of scary <laughs> movies. I- <laughs> I mean, not um, if not if someone's with me. <laughs> so so check out Killer Point of View for for some scary action if you're yeah. into those movies. Anyone we else? we kind of just do the this fun you know stuff, but we're not gonna we're not gonna dive into that side of the movie verse. That's right. that's the dark side of the. Universe oh wait, I do. Killer Point of View. Are you guys saying that you gave uh, Shutter Island a seven, or you mean um, do you mean isn't there a movie called Seven? A really popular movie called Seven. I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that was a really good movie. That's all, Luca. You would really like Seven, if you haven't seen that. Uh, it's another psychological thriller, I, if I remember correctly. Crime mystery. Look. Yeah. Okay. That was a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You're not wrong, Fuzz. I see why you gave gave it that rating. You know, since you saw. Oh, Shutter we have Island to say, first. is is Shutter Island a favorite or not? Oh. Is it on the ITM favorites list? Is it on the ITM favorites yes. list? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes? Okay. And, sh- and Lighthouse isn't? What? No. Um, I, that makes sense. This is this is easier to watch. Hey, they okay. Killer Point of View gave Shutter Island an 8.5. We gave it an 8.2. Actually, Luke I gave it an 8.4. Yeah. Yeah, Collectively, so it's an 8.2. You guys are right so. with us on that. Um, yeah, Fuzz, totally get why you gave Lighthouse a 6. Since you saw this movie beforehand, I just like them pretty much equally for very different reasons. I like that we, I like the idea of Lighthouse and how you have to do a little research into the theories. So yeah, that was just more complicated. I mean, yeah, it's two totally t- two different styles, you know, similar aspects, but I appreciate them for different reasons. So this is going to be a really interesting ITM awards, in my opinion. Like this oh, is going to be twenty twenty two ones. Yeah, like once yeah. we get to the end of the year, this is going to be like a crazy ITM awards. Yeah, what we do for the awards each year is we don't, we don't, we do movies, we do all the movies we've seen. We don't not include old movies. So it's like the Oscars, but it's just everything. Uh, everything. Seen. <laughs> so I think so, last like, year we, we take the movies stuff, that we've so. reviewed for the year yeah. and we put them in this whole thing. And so. And we'll actually you know what. So we did this. We did this one as like a PowerPoint. I think the next one, since we'll be graduated and maybe we'll have more time, we can do like a whole fun, like green screen set kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. We'll I I did like it. the layout of our previous one, but we'll figure it out for sure. We'll talk about so. it. So, well, thanks but, again, right. everyone, for joining in. Killer point of view. Uncle Phil, Fuzz Aldrin. We got Brian Edwards. G.I. Jane. G.I. Jada. Jada. Arrest, arrest <laughs> Will Smith. <laughs> thank got, you. Got some great personalities today. Yes, thank you everyone for joining in. Much appreciated. We hope you enjoyed. Um, 
check out the Instagram for the poll yes. to vote on the next movie. And we will see you in the next podcast. Yes. Unless you want to say something, Cody. We will. We will indeed keep. We're definitely going to keep going. So um, this live stream is going to be up for a little bit tonight. Uh, eventually, there's going to be a refined version of the podcast that's going to be up on YouTube. So this will get uh, unlisted. But for now, this will be here. And then you guys can watch the, the better uh, view with a lot of quiet time taken out. And it will also be on Spotify eventually. So check it there as well. It'll so, be on, yeah, it'll be up there. Yeah, so... All right, All right. We, we will let you guys know on our Instagram what's coming next, and uh, any 60-second reviews will also be there. We could do a YouTube so, poll, too. That's true. We could. I'll do the poll on YouTube. Yeah, do do Good. both. I'll do it on both. I'll do it on both. To do it on both. Add the scores together. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks a lot. Goodbye.